Welcome to Leveling the Playing Field, the podcast where we break down the delusions, fallacies, and misunderstandings about markets, investing, and risk. I'm your host, Ken Goldberg, and I've spent the last four decades immersed in the world of finance and investments, from big Wall Street firms to the Chicago trading floor. I founded and sold three hedge funds, won the World Cup trading championship, and my insights have been highly sought after as the most read outside contributor at thestreet.com. In this podcast, it's just you and me deep diving into the topics that most investors just don't understand. I'll be sharing my experiences, observations, and strategies to help you level the playing field and make more informed decisions. So let's go. Okay, today's episode is one that we all know the concept of, but we all know the ramifications of as well. I've called it the canary in the coal mine. And that is obviously that in the old days, probably still now, miners used to keep canaries deep into coal mines with them under the theory that if the mine was about to run out of oxygen, the canary would die. And when the canary stopped singing, when the canary died, the coal miners would have time to run out before something bad happened. Well, that's similar to what we're gonna talk about today. The canary in the coal mine for the market and the economy has always been the transportation index. Trains, trucks, ships, things that relate to moving stuff from one place to another. Under the theory that when the demand for transportation goes down, the demand for products goes down. And when the demand for products goes down, the economy is slipping into or has already slipped into recession, receding demand, recession. And that is most easily forecasted by a lessening in the demand for transportation. Container pricing goes down, shipping costs go down, et cetera. And eventually product prices go down because when there's less demand for product, the inventory of product builds up, the supply builds. And as we know, when supply grows and there's no demand or lessening demand, prices fall. What do they fall to? They fall however much they need to fall until demand gets picked up, until the sale is big enough, the price is cheap enough for the public to decide, well, I can't really afford it, but at least it's on sale. So if you scroll down to the chart, which is easily seen on the first podcast link, but if you're listening through Apple or Spotify or one of the other major platforms, you'll see the link in the show notes. You'll see this chart of the Dow Jones Transportation Index. And as you can see, it had an amazing run from 2009, the crash low of the great financial crisis, to the 2021 peak, late in 2021, when the NASDAQ peaked, and early in 2022, 
when the Dow and S&P peaked is when the transports peaked. And since then, the transports fell obviously very, very sharply into the low in October of 2022. That decline of around 11 or 12 months, as you can see, we've labeled it as big A in a circle, that decline was 33%, a one-third decimation of the transportation index, which made sense as we saw the demand for products has been going down. That's because interest rates have been rising and things are getting more expensive, including financing stuff we can't afford. Prior to the Fed's historic recent rise in interest rates, raising of interest rates, money was cheap. It was free. We could really afford to pay for anything because the interest on our borrowings was low. Well, now the interest on our borrowings is high and the economy has rolled over as we've seen right here, how do we know it's rolled over? Because the transports have rolled over. They lost 33%. Because the evidence shows that the economy has moved into recession, even that bounce between big A in a circle and big B in a circle didn't make a new all-time high. Well, that doesn't surprise us because the demand hasn't gone back to 2021 levels. In fact, the demand is, isn't even close to that, which is why the transports have rebounded but have not made a new all-time high. So what does that imply for the future? Well, it certainly implies that a recession is in force. It's about to imply well, it is still implying, it's about to be recognized by the, by the public that a recession has not only begun, but is about to get much worse. And that will be seen as the transportation index continues to fall. You can see those two red bars at the right side of the chart. Those are the August and September monthly price declines. The red bars meaning declining price, the green bars meaning rising prices. And as you can see, we've just had August and so far September in decline uh, seen by the red bars. Well, look at the study below. That's our crowd mood pendulum. And that pendulum or stochastic has just bumped its head on the pink zone and is about to cross down and fall all the way down into the green zone sometime between oh, likely second quarter of 2024 and second quarter of 2025, which means that the next kind of nine to 18 months, nine to 12, nine to 15, maybe 18, but at least nine to 15 months should be a very hard economic environment with supply building and demand falling and demand on transportation continuing to weaken in a big way, in a way such that the transportation index falls well below the October of 2022 low of 12,000. Here it is at 15,000. It peaked at 18,000 and it should break sharply below 12,000 and maybe head all the way down 
to nine or seven or even five or 6,000 into that big green band um, below the yellow boxes. What does that mean? Well, that is not great. That means that companies are going to have to lay off employees. Why? Because there's no demand on the product and they're paying high amounts to finance their production and no one's buying that. So they're they're going to be in an economic squeeze, a balance sheet squeeze, which means that the easiest thing to um, cut is employees. So employees are going to get cut. Employ unemployment is going to rise. We're going to see very sharp unemployment over the next year and a half. We're going to see falling prices. We're going to see falling home prices because there's such high interest rates that no one's going to be able to afford those interest rates, nor will lenders approve loans on expensive houses at high interest rates to people that don't have jobs or are about to lose their jobs or in anticipation of companies reducing their employment, the lenders will tighten their lending requirements. So it's going to get very difficult for the um, stock market as the valuations shrink. A lot of us know the concept of PE or price to earnings ratio. Well, when the earnings shrink, in other words, the profits, when the profits shrink, the earnings shrink, and if the price doesn't come down, the PEs get this very high level of valuation, which nobody likes. So what is likely going to happen is the PEs are going to come down. The PEs that we've been enjoying for the past few years in the 20, 30, and 40, and 50 range, and in some of the tech stocks like NVIDIA in the 200 range, those are going to collapse. And collapsing PEs mean falling prices. That's all going to be leveraged through the borrowings that many of us do against our portfolios to buy houses, which have been falling in price because interest rates have been rising and it's more expensive to buy a house so that we will have been paying the highest prices ever in 2021 and 2022. And our portfolios, which have been financing those loans or other houses, which have been financing second houses are all going to get squeezed and lenders are going to call their loans and demand payment. And they're going to, we're going to have an environment where brokerage firms are closing down margin accounts and requiring investors to not take money out of their margin accounts. And they're going to be raising the cost of margin so that borrowing margin money is going to be more expensive, which means that the demand on money is going to fall because there's no capital to back up further borrowing. And when demand on money falls, interest rates fall, which is good because eventually interest rates should come down a little bit from their extreme highs. The current seven, seven and a half percent 30 year mortgages should drop into the low fives or the high fours by the time 2025 rolls around, which means that if you have any money left, 
houses might be more affordable. The interest rates will be lower because demand on money is going to go down and the home prices are going to be lower because no one can afford to pay the high price and the high mortgage at the same time. So all of this is this big domino effect, which the transportation index is foreshadowing and acting like the canary in the coal mine. In addition to all that, as if the news couldn't get worse, we have seen the three-year holiday on student loans end beginning, I believe, October 1st, but it could be October 15th. Sometime in October, the $1.6 trillion of student loans that no one's had to pay for in the past couple of years post-COVID goes back online, and that will be an additional draw on household income. What else? $1.2 trillion in car loans are starting to see defaults, the amount of delinquencies 30, 60, and 90 days out on people's cars are rising. And the reason that the delinquencies are rising is because we all got scared into buying super expensive cars when there was a chip scare a couple years ago, and the dealers took advantage of it by adding additional dealer markup on all the cars. So $50,000 cars were costing $60,000 because the demand was high and, and the supply was low, and our friendly neighborhood dealer decided to rake us over the coals. So those cars are now not worth what the loan is, which means people can walk away from their car loan rather than continue to pay a $60,000 loan on a car that's worth $48,000. That just doesn't make sense, which means that the used car market is about to see a flood of repossessed cars, which means that the supply of used cars is about to get bigger. Well, again, when the supply gets big and the demand doesn't keep up, prices go down. So if you're in the market for a used car, get ready, pick out a car you like. It's about to get cheaper in the next two years. So you see that the uh, domino effect, the domino principle is pretty obvious. And if it's not pretty obvious, the transportation index is warning that the canary has died and it's time to run, not walk, but run out of the mine that we all call life. And for the next several years, for the next couple of years into late 2024, early 2025, we need to stay out of the mine. We need to find another job. We need to look for uh, income anywhere else we can find it, but in that mine, because the mine is dangerous. And eventually, something bad will happen. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I'm just the messenger. The transportation index has been known as the canary in the coal mine for decades. And I'm just reporting something that apparently no media outlet, no financial media outlet feels is worth taking a look at. Well, we think it's worth taking a look at because in the past, 
when the transportation index rolls over, the economy is soon to follow. And when the economy rolls over, earnings collapse. And when earnings collapse, stock prices decline. And when stock prices decline, margin accounts get closed down. And when margin accounts get closed down, the things that we have, that we're financing with margin have to get sold. And when things get sold, supply increases. And when supply increases over demand, prices fall. And you see it's this, this kind of circular motion of the water going down the drain. And that's called recession. And recession, everyone thinks is a bad word and a bad concept, but recession clears out the excesses of the prior expansion. And as you can see back again from that chart, look at the low in 2009, look at the, the low there was about 22, let's say the low was 2250. It rose all the way to 18,000. So let's just call that an 18 fold increase in price. That's quite an expansion, but it's way too much. So now we have to see the recession, which maybe brings that back halfway down and halfway down from 22 to 18, that's a difference of 16 divided by two, that's 8,000, take 8,000 away from 18,000 and you get 10,000. So here we are at 15,000, expecting to maybe go to 10,000. That means another one third or another 33% decline in the transportation index is likely right in front of us with the potential for it to be more. It doesn't have to stop at 10. That green bar there is kind of a window from 5,000 to 7,000. And that could be a very bad, very bad outcome for the market. And historically, where the price needs to go to clear out the excess. So we should be looking for a 50% collapse in the transportation index. And that would bring in the Dow, perhaps down 30 to 40% from here. And the NASDAQ may be down more than that. And the Russell 2000, which is the much smaller, much financially weaker companies down more than that. So the, the message is get out of the mine, don't make the canary's sacrifice worthless. The canary died for the good of all of us. Get out of the mind, be safe, and let the dust settle. We got you. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Hey, I really wanted to thank everyone for honoring us and taking the time to listen to our show there's, of course, tens of thousands of podcasts out there now, and we're grateful that you find the time to come back and listen to ours. Just know that we got you. <laughs>